get to the other side. Steph was fouled. But Draymond, he, he wanted KD out of that so we could run the two-man game with Steph, but... Watch it here. Watch it. Scott Rich again. They're, they're both Who gone. grips the yep. mic and yep. likes to kill their players. This is the starter when they each have a team. They both get the second team. This is started on the out-of-bounds play. And Cousins went into Durant. Uh-oh. Kevin has got to let go of this. I'm going up all the way. Yo, 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 yo. All right. Uh, welcome to the No Clue Podcast, episode four, I believe. Am I right? I think so. Seems like there's been more. But uh, I'm Tyler. I'm here with Mike. What's up? Crazy NBA. Uh, we a lot of a lot of things going on. Free agency. Free agency. Demarcus Cousins just signed with the Warriors for the year. May not be back till January, they say. Yeah, I think January or even maybe a, even later February. I don't know. Is it worth it? For who? For Cousins. Is it worth it for the Warriors to sign him six million, even if they to, won't get him to January? To me, for the Warriors, definitely. Right. Yeah. Okay. To me, the thing about like he looks petty. I guess I'll just go straight. He looks petty in the situation that, in my eyes, because did you hear what the Pelicans offered him? No. So the I, this I don't think this is confirmed, but I read that they offered it right after he got hurt. They offered him an extension for I think it was two years, forty something million. <laughs> oh, right before he got hurt. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Or was it before he got hurt? Well, I knew it was around the time he got hurt. It was a while ago, right? Yeah. Before free agency. Yeah. So what are you saying? And he should have taken that. For him to for him to take the Warriors deal, which is you know it's obviously cheap as fuck, but. Mm-hmm. As a, as a competitor, like there's just it just wouldn't make sense for him to want to to turn down all that money. But it was that was a long time ago. I mean, it, the thing is, let's say, um, let's say in free agency, he knew he was the free agent on the team between him and Davis. So let's say you know Paul George said, "Hey, I want to come, but you guys can't afford me." Maybe Cousins would have said, "Okay, I'll take half." If you take half, and let's go get this ring. I mean, that's what LeBron normally does. That's why he takes one-year deals so he can be flexible if he has to get another player, get more players. Flexible with his own contract. So maybe Cousins was thinking that at the time. Maybe that's why he didn't sign the extension. Because if he had signed that extension, there's no way they would have gotten anybody else. And they probably would have lost Rondo like they did. I don't know, man. I just I feel like he he could have taken a ten million dollar deal anywhere else. Well, I, he he said no one called him. That's what he says. But <laughs> do we honestly believe no one is call, calling? You know, arguably the best center in the league. That's, I ain't buying it. <laughs> Even if you get him for two months, he's worth it. Especially with the Warriors, who really don't need him. Until right. then, 
all the Warriors probably think if we get them ten games before playoffs, we'll be fine. That's all we want. As long as we get them in the playoffs. If, yeah, he, if they had them full season, dude, they would set dude. a record for. They'd be seventy-five <laughs> and seven. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It de- definitely set a win record. They set a points record. Probably have most points in a season in NBA history. It would have been, I mean. It's just <laughs> crazy to me, man. Again, well, most, pro- most likely not, no. I just, I can't figure them being able to afford him. Yeah, because, you know, they're even talking about Durant really not even staying. You know, they're thinking Durant might go somewhere else. But, I don't know. It's very, very, very interesting. It, But, is it over? Is the season over? Yeah, should we just skip this season and just hand the Warriors the trophy? We definitely could. <laughs> hey, man, all, all y'all who fuck with basketball, man, focus on college this year. <laughs> show show college basketball some some love, man. Yeah, I mean, other than the Warriors games, it's going it's gonna to be an interesting season. I mean, no, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's, there's a lot of teams... I want to see. Yeah, yeah. But, like, do they have a chance of beating the Warriors? I don't know. The the other thing is, but you can look at it in a way, um, I don't think Cousins is going to be as smooth of a fit as people think. Okay. Tell me more. I think there's a lot of I mean, the Warriors look pretty vulnerable this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, even in the finals, they went, they you know, they swept, but they could have easily lost two of those games. Right, they could have lost the first game. They sure. should have lost the first game. And I'll be honest, <laughs> I mean, Durant went bananas, but everybody else was awful, so I'm going to say they should have lost the, sec- the third game, too. That was the game... That everyone was bad and Durant was on? Yeah. Okay, the 40, yeah. 43 or whatever he had? Yeah, yeah. And nobody else had more than like 10 or 11? I'll say they should have lost that one and they they just could have lost the first one. All right, well, either way, I'm just like, if if Chris Paul was there, they might have not even been in the finals. Maybe, yeah. And then Durant's looking like a real bitch if they're going out and before the finals. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine what they would say about Durant if he got eliminated? <laughs> Especially because up until up until Chris Paul got hurt, he was playing like garbage. He was, yeah. He had I mean, a couple of like games where he was yeah non-existent in the fourth quarter or whatever. Right. But the, the, that's the thing. Like the Warriors look vulnerable, and Cousins is super talented. But there's an easy chance of him like not fitting in with them. Yeah, it's a, it's a chance. Yeah, of course. Especially because Draymond's a hothead. Yeah. Durant the league in Texas here. Durant has shown the you know the tendency to be a hothead. And um, Steph gets a couple of texts here and there. Steph has his moments. Yeah. I, Steph has thrown two more mouth guards than probably any other player in the league. Because cousin spits his out. <laughs> yeah, so I I get what you're saying, but tell me how. What about the fit? Like as far as they play, as far as 
actually on the court? What do you think the fit's going to be like? Well, they've never really had like a great center in their, what is it, four-year run? Right, right, yeah. So, they I'd like to five. run... I'd say five, because that first year, if Bogut didn't get hurt, they would have knocked off the Clippers. Or who did they play? They played someone that Bogut got hurt, like, second game. Was it the Spurs? I can't remember who it was. Because that year, I thought they were going to win that year. It might have been the Clippers, yeah. Yeah, I think it was the Clippers. Because I think... um, Remember CP was like... CP had a really good uh, series that year for some reason. And Bogut got hurt. And then... I remember that was Draymond's coming out party. Yeah, yeah. They had Draymond guarding everybody. He was getting buckets. I picked them to win that year. And then Bogut got hurt. I was like, oh, man. If they can't win it without Bogut, they might not be able to win it at all. Then they came back the next year and won. So I'd say the run started that year. They just kind of, you know, the other teams got lucky with Bogut getting hurt. But when they did have Bogut, I'm not saying he's he's obviously not an all-star center, but when they had him, he... It was good. He was a good fit for them. Even though he couldn't shoot, everything else was bad. He was a good shot blocker, a good defender. You don't think Cousins can do that and more? See, you that's think the it's th- just with Durant, it's a different... different. Uh, it just it just well. wouldn't... It's Don't get me wrong. They're more likely than not to make him fit and make him comfortable. But I wouldn't be completely surprised if... You noticed plays here and there when the ball's moving smoothly, and all of a sudden it gets to him, and boom, you know, the play, you know, f- screws up. Or he he has, like, a little team turmoil with Draymond because he's not, maybe he's not uh, playing help side defense or something like he should be. Maybe he's not grabbing rebounds like he should be. Plus, you think Cous- that's really going to be a problem, though? Cousins, Cousins has shown... Rebounds? Cousins has shown a tendency to sulk when he's not touching the ball. That's true. You know I what I mean? He's gonna have a problem not touching the ball though. Patrulli touches the ball too much when he plays. To me, so it, I mean, they, they run that high pick and roll. They can run the high. They go do that where, little um, post, uh, and then like you know the the guys who. They're going to split off-ball cuts or whatever they, they run. Yeah, when and like when Draymond comes up to the you know, left-hand top of the key, they hand it to him, do that little handoff, step yeah, runs yeah. the opposite way. I mean, imagine Cousins being there. Cousins would pick somebody apart from there. No, the potential is crazy, dude. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, because, one, if you back up, he's, he's shooting it. Two, he can take almost every center. Off the dribble with ease, he's too strong, and he, his handles have gotten so nice last year. Hey, I think, I think he'll. I think because he's injured, it plays into their advantage, because I think he'll have a month of practice before he ever gets on the court, a month of like live practice before he ever touches the court, and opposed to them having a you know only having training camp and he's right in there. You know, mm-hmm. I think he'll have the whole year to watch them, whole year for Kerr to say, hey, DeMarcus, you'd be right here. You know, even if he's just a little bit healthy, he, he may go out there, and you know, in shorts and just run around, run the spots. I think I think he'll fit. I think they'll get it. 
I think they will. I don't know, man. You heard it here first. If the fit's not as smooth as all y'all bandwagons think, I let you, I I brought it up, man. It now I've I've heard right. it. I've heard other people say it, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll it'll be up to Kerr. It'll be up to Kerr. It's just the per- it's managing all those personalities, man. Yeah, you're right. The the, the thing that's what I'm saying. Like they were so vulnerable this past. Like yeah, they just won back to back. But this year was completely different than last year. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's they didn't look nearly as as unstoppable as they looked last year. Yeah, I would agree. I, would I mean, agree. last year they ran they ran through the playoffs. And granted, you know, Kawhi got hurt. Uh, before that, they played like Utah, and I, I don't know how big of a difference Kawhi would have been last year. I mean, they were up twenty three. Who the Spurs? Yeah, in game one. Yeah, they might have lost that in, game. In Golden State. After that, you, you really think the Spurs would have knocked them off, though? If Maybe. they take game one in Golden State, you don't think Durant Durant's looking around like, damn, Kawhi is really guarding me. Like, well, Kawhi is really giving me 30 on the other end, too. Like, then all of a sudden Durant's playing worse. You got the Spurs going to move the fuck out the ball, so they're going to wear out the other guy, like the other warrior. I don't know, man. It could have happened. It, uh, yeah, I'll give you. It could happen. Yeah, I guess. Especially so. you take game one in Golden State. I'm pretty yeah. sure that increases your uh, your chances quite a bit. Do you, Do you think that if they had Iggy healthy, they would have knocked Houston off earlier this year? I want to say no, but it, the answer has to be yes, because <laughs> yeah. they're they're like. Durant looked so much more selfish when Iguodala wasn't there. Yeah, he he does that though. When someone's not there, especially it's really crazy when it's Iggy because Iggy only like contributes nine points. Right, that's what I'm saying. It takes like fifteen more shots. Like he's making up for Iggy's shots. Like like you would think the answer is no, but it just it has to be yes because of how their play changed after Iggy went down. Right, yeah. So I, I think, I think Houston. It, I think it would look a lot different. You could say that with CP, Houston might have won, but also with Iggy, it would have been over earlier. And I think, because Iggy, Iggy only played the first game, right? Or first. Uh, two? I don't want to. I honestly don't remember, but I know he missed a big chunk of the series. Yeah, I, I think Iggy mm, probably because the other problem was they had like Swaggy P out there guarding Harden. That's like a good ten points, <laughs> a ten point swing when Nick For Young sure. is out there checking Harden, it, or uh, uh, didn't McCall just come back and like start guarding CP already? Like it, it was other stuff that I think without Iggy they had to do a lot of. Yeah, they're actually the without Iguodala. I noticed, and a lot of people didn't really notice this. Their their rotation at like wings and even guards is pretty fucking thin yeah their bench is trash the thing is they 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 play their roles though and the team is so good you never need like you never have a problem with having two starters in there at a time because like Mm -hmm. as long as you have someone who can penetrate a little bit clay is always a weapon always steph no matter who else is on the court, Steph is a weapon as soon as he touches the ball in the front court. So it's like, it doesn't really matter 
how bad the bench is when you have Clay and Steph and Durant because well I shouldn't say Durant because when Durant's in there by himself with the bench it's, it's really bad it looks bad but when it's two of them Draymond and Durant and Draymond can bring the ball up sometimes like he does and you know initiate the play and Durant can get those off the ball move, movement I think it really doesn't matter the bench because they really just play with the starters and the bench is just out there playing defense a lot of times but I'm with you though when Iggy was gone and they had these guys come in man like McCall is really not good <laughs> like, I, I like McCall I think he's a good kid like he seems like a nice guy and I felt bad I, when he got yeah, hurt and everything, I did but, too but they they play McCall like he's does something and he does nothing he just runs out. Jordan Bell kind of garbage too. Jordan He's, Bell's garbage, but he he does everything you need him to do. Like he never does anything on offense, which is fine because they don't want him to. But like, I think they make McCall do stuff that McCall just can't do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he runs plays, and like that's he's not really a ball handler. But Bell, as long as Bell's out there getting rebounds and blocking shots. And you know, running the court, he's playing in within his game. That's true. Looney I'll give you was that. coming in early. Looney starting another Garbo. <laughs> he he I <clears throat> I don't want to like. I'll I'll say it. Fuck it. Uh, the other twenty nine teams, he wouldn't get any fucking clock for them. Looney. Yeah. I agree. Maybe like, maybe like the Nets. And even then, the Nets have some decent like front court players. Yeah, they do that are that have like interesting potential that honestly Looney doesn't have. Yeah, the, the Warriors have probably four guys that four guys that I just would never see playing somewhere else. But anyway, uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see how the rotations go. I think we'll see if they if they wave or pick up somebody else. Yeah, because they lost McGee. Swaggy P is still a free agent. Haven't picked him back up yet, as of right now. And so is um. I think they lost one other person, right? Uh, I don't know if they re-signed David West. Oh, West. That's who it is. West. Yeah, another guy that probably wouldn't play on any other team right now. At the, at I the think team. he. I think he'd sit there. I don't think he'd play much, but. He, but he he got time with the champions, and he probably would never get time on most other teams. No, yeah, probably not. Yeah, so um, that just speak. It also speaks to how good of a coach Kerr is. It does. Kerr, like, Kerr is Kerr is wonderful. Yeah, you can have four. You can have six guys, and you won a championship with six good players, and the rest of them are all suspect. And I, I like Swaggy P. I think he's funny and everything, but let's be real. He hasn't been good since he took a Wizards jersey off. No, 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 no. He was good after that. <laughs> Where? L.A.? Lakers. One year. He was okay with for the Clippers. <laughs> Bro, I don't even remember Swaggy P on the Clippers. You don't remember when they came back from down 27 in the playoffs? Nah, I don't know. He, uh, he, was, he was hitting threes, like crazy threes. He can do that. I can believe, I can believe that, but... It, Swaggy man, he Swaggy wouldn't make it. He'd be done. He wouldn't get any minutes on another team either, would he? 
team? Yeah, probably not. I think a couple teams will fuck give them a shot. <laughs> teams that like veterans, like I, I suppose. Yeah, you probably get some time on Atlanta. A- anyway, uh, since we were talking about the Spurs, I want to bring up uh, the new headline today about Kawhi Leonard. Today? Yeah. Have you? Have oh, you I don't think I've heard of this. No. Uh, first of all. Kawhi apparently said that he doesn't want to compete with LeBron in the West, so he wants to get traded to the East. If he's not going to the Lakers, he doesn't want to play in the West at all, he said. This guy. Second of all, Kawhi's camp allegedly hid from the Spurs when the Spurs came to see him while he was rehabilitating in New York. When they, the team staff attempted to meet with him in New York City... Uh, during the tension-riddled season, uh, there was a point during his rehab, this is a quote from Michael C. Wright, ESPN, there was a point during his rehab process in New York that some of the Spurs brass went out to see him in New York. As soon as those guys arrived to the building, Kawhi's people grabbed him and sequestered him to another part of the building. And so the Spurs people couldn't even see him. Uh, Pop didn't have the answers because the whole rehab process was, was out of his hands. He didn't know anything. So when he's saying you'll have to ask his group, it's not like he's trying to take a shot at his people. It's that he honestly just did not know anything that to do with Kawhi. So, <laughs> what's up with Kawhi, man? You're the you're the Kawhi. You're the Kawhi insider. I I have no. What makes me a Kawhi insider? Cause you like him. I don't even like the dude. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'll get to why you're the quiet insider after you give me some information. What's going on with the guy, man? What's your hypothesis, dude? I think. I think like he was just. He was just. I, I like. I said. I, I said this on a previous episode. I have to believe that he really was hurt all that time that he was saying he was hurt. Right. And he was coming to these guys, he was coming to the Spurs, like, look, man, like, it's not right, it doesn't feel right, you know. Like, he would probably step on the court and move around, and it just wouldn't feel right. And the doctors kept telling him he's fine. And, you know, after, you know, uh, uh, I don't know how long the back and forth was... But I'm assuming, you know, at one point he said, look, I need to figure this out. Like, let me go to my guy or whatever. And that's when the little, little like, shots started coming out. Mm-hmm. And I think Kawhi is a lot more sensitive than we have been led to believe. <laughs> you know, he's all stoic. He never fucking does anything on the court. Uh-huh. I think all that was bullshit. I right. think he heard that Tony Parker shit, that Ginobili shit, all that Popovich, like, you know, like, kind of saying back, you know, like, little shady crap towards him. Yeah, the sneak disses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he, he heard all that shit, and he was like, look, fuck y'all. <laughs> like, I came here, I busted my ass. Um, like, I, I grinded to be a great player. He did, man. Like, I thought he was a fucking bum when they first got him. Mm-hmm. 
I remember watching them play. I'm like, dude, who the fuck is this bomb shooting threes? Like, his jump shot's hideous. He's never... Dude, I'm pretty sure one of my friends could quote me that at one point I said, Kawhi Leonard will never be a good shooter. <laughs> and now he's a really good shooter. Almost and knocked down. I was wrong. And I'm man enough to admit it. I was wrong as fuck. Uh-huh. So, like, he grind... You know, and he, he was the perfect spur. Was he not... He was a textbook copy of t- what Tim Duncan was. Oh, for not like, for not game yeah, not game wise, but like how he handled you know everything outside of the game, how he was personality wise as a leader. You know what I mean? Yeah. And granted, he probably didn't like Tim Duncan. Probably could talk to the guys. I don't think I don't think Kawhi did that. But like he's young. I don't I don't blame him for that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm just saying like he busted his ass. He he put his faith in the franchise, and they fucked him. Right. And now he's like, look, fuck y'all. I don't want to be here anyway. This place sucks. Like, I want to go somewhere fun, somewhere where I could get my name out there. Like, because I f- it took him forever to, you know, get endorsements and shit. And yeah. from an outside perspective, I feel like that's on him because he's not personable. Right. He is, but Like, his, his personality has... Is- Nothing to like. It's like yeah, it's hard to market like him. him. Yeah, yeah, it is hard to market. <clears> but him. from who knows? Maybe he's sitting around with his sh- weird uncle, and maybe like <laughs> people close to him are filling his head up with with ideas that like, dude, what the fuck? Like, why are you not like you know? They're the Spurs are fucking hiding you. Like they're doing this. They like, I don't know, man. Weird uncle. <laughs> yeah, bro. This his uncle is the reason all this shit started. So, hold on, rewind. So you believed that he had a die contusion all 100 games that he missed? I have to. <laughs> because have I, to? Ca- I can't fathom what's going on right now if he wasn't hurt. You want to know... You Do you know what a quadriceps contusion is? Like, ex- what they define it as? Like a bruise? Yes. Yeah. He had a die bruise for a whole year. Listen, listen. Bro, First of all, I'm not a fucking medical expert, so. Wait. I get what you're saying, but I, the reason I'm saying that is because I just I can't picture him going from, you know, being there for, what was it, five, six years mm-hmm. to all of a sudden he, like, he can't stand it, I won't play. Right. Not only not only is he like, I don't like it here because Paul George did that to Indiana and he kept playing. Yeah. But not only he it, kept trying to win. Right. Yeah. Not only is he saying I don't like it here and like you know I'm, like he refused to play. Right. I don't understand where that transition happened. It's it's it. If that transition did happen, like you're saying, because obviously it seems like the injury was fake, right? And I don't, I have no problem with you know if that was if that came out to be the true, I wouldn't I wouldn't you know be surprised. I re- I I told you off air my deep dive theory about Kawhi. I'm not I don't want to bring it up again because I don't want to slander the man's name. But what what do people see? In Kawhi, like what? What makes Kawhi the superstar? People are expecting him to be if he goes to another team. 
Like, what, what are you expecting this year? If he does get traded to wherever, whether it's the Lakers or Clippers or wherever he wants to go, if he does get traded there, what are you expecting out of him? First of all, he's the best perimeter defender in basketball. Okay. Now, there's there you can make an argument like Draymond's a more complete defender because like Draymond helps and, and Draymond could like inside outside yeah yeah better yeah box shots better I, yeah I, I get what you mean yeah but For Kawhi could Kawhi could sh- I think Kawhi could shut down probably a perimeter player better than anybody else can in the game okay and all right say okay maybe he's top three. Okay. That means even I if he's even if he's an it. overrated, you know, everybody says, "Oh, the Spurs made him." Yeah, he's going to go to a team and he's going to have a huge impact just from that. Right. I can't I can't name three better defenders like hands down better. That's what I'm saying. He's yeah. he's so he's going to have a like a great impact even if he's not as, you know, as gifted offensively as the Spurs have made it seem. And I don't believe that. I, I believe that he's the one producing. But even if that's the case, I think he'll go to another team and have a really positive impact. And the team has... If the, I mean, if the team is winning a fuck ton more games, so it has to be a good deal for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're sitting there satisfied. And, oh, Kawhi's only averaging... 20, say he averages 21. On I don't know. Give me a team that he could go to. Like the set. Well, the Seventy Sixers won them. Oh, you mean like a worse team? A team. Yeah, like a like a average team. Yeah. The Knicks. <laughs> the Hornets. All right, let's go Hornets. Uh huh. He goes to the Hornets. He's averaging twenty one a game. Everybody looks at him like, yo, what the fuck? Like he should be doing more. Yeah. Uh, that's well, all I would expect him. Good. That's all I would expect him on a team where he is the outright, like own, like number one option. Because he hasn't really been like the outright only one option. He has until like this year, to like the last three years. And he was, and he was getting better and better at it. Yeah, he, yeah, he was. But they, he still always had a really good team. I can't. I don't know what he would. Did he? That his team. Did he have a really good team the year before this past one? He's three Hall of Famers on the team. Tim Duncan wasn't there uh, 20, what is it, 16? He's three Hall of Famers on the team. Was Powell there? Dude, Powell? <laughs> Was he there? How old is Powell? <laughs> He's old. But How old does Powell Famer. look on the court? He looks. Oh, he plays. I mean, he still. How can move? Is he a Hall of Famer? Yes or no? I didn't say he, good players. I said. Dude, Hall you of can't Famer. qualify him as a Hall of Vince. Vince Carter's not carrying the, like the Kings. I didn't say Powell is carrying this verse. But you can't tell me. I could look at you with your logic. I could look at the Kings and be like, "Oh, why are they not better? They have Vince Carter." <laughs> What do you mean? I didn't say that Vince Carter's a Hall of Famer, of isn't it? <laughs> I didn't say they're better because of Powell. I just said they it's a good team. They, it's they not. They the playoffs this year without him. And, and Lamar, LaMarcus Aldridge was fantastic. And they have a great coach. Name another team that can make the playoffs without their leading scorer. 
I guess, I mean, I don't want to get into that. There's a few, but not many. Give me one. The Wizards. <laughs> no, 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 I'm trolling, I'm trolling. My bad, my bad, I'm trolling. It doesn't feel their leading score? Um, I don't know, maybe. It was like a point apart, so it's... it's there's, there's no way they'd make the playoffs without Beal. Zero chance. Uh... That's but that's my point. You think if you have to think Boston, Boston. But no, there's a few. Like I said, there's maybe like two or three. There's not many. You're right. I get your point. Year without their without Kyrie would make the play. They wouldn't make the playoffs. Yeah, probably not. The whole year. Yeah, maybe they may sneak into the bottom three seeds. But that's what I'm saying. Like the team is not that bad if they can make the playoffs completely without him the entire year. He did. He played eight games. They made the playoffs. And a nice seed. Because they're coached they're coached well. But I, Dude, go over their roster. Name me like their top eight right now. Murray. Garbage. Green. Average. <laughs> uh gay. Slow the way home. he's been playing Powell. lately. Dude. Uh, you you just told me to name him. Slow mo pal, all Keep going. and Patty. That's seven. Other than I don't know who's the eighth, <laughs> uh, oh, Manu, Manu. Other than Patty Mills, are any of those guys above average players? And like and Patty Mills Lamarcus. is above average at his role. And Lamarcus. Lamarcus, okay. So we're looking at one second option that was promoted to a first option. Hold on, there's better, te- there's better teams with more good players, but I just said they're a good team. I didn't say they had a great roster. They're a good team. They make the playoffs. Like I would say, you would say the same thing about the Jazz. I think the Jazz are terrible as far as like the whole team goes. But they, uh, but the good team, they're a good team. They made the playoffs nicely. They got carried, but they made it. I'm not saying they're like. I didn't say the Spurs are top five without Kawhi. That's ludicrous. I'm just saying they're good. They can make the playoffs without their leading score. Could the Pacers have made the playoffs without Paul George the year they last year? With C.J. Miles, no sir. Uh, H- Hill, West, and Hibbert. Was Hibbert there still? No. Right. So, could they make the playoffs without him? No, no, no. I Hibbert agree with more? you. Yeah, I mean, there's more teams than that, but that's that's all I'm saying. They're a good team. If he goes to a team that's trash, that like is not in the playoffs, I would like to see what Kawhi does on a team that is not a playoff team without him there. That's all I'm saying. I want to see that. I don't think it's going to happen because I think he's going to go to a good team because the team has to be good enough to give the Celtics, I mean, to give the Spurs back what they want. Because, you know, there's nothing like the Suns can give the, well, the Suns probably could give them something. But I'm saying there's nothing some of these teams could give them that would equate to, you know, there's nothing the Nets could give the Spurs to get Kawhi. Nothing. You know what I mean? No oh, amount. No, for sure, for sure. Yeah, so I, I, it's not gonna happen. But if it did happen, I would be curious to see what he did when there's no one else there but him. That's all I'm saying. I, I just want to see it. I'm not saying that he can't produce. I think he could, but I, I don't know if he would have like a breakout, like a unbelievable season. I, like you said, I think it may be a twenty, twenty-two. But this is the thing. This my back to my original point is if he goes to Charlotte, 
and he doesn't average crazy numbers, but they go to the playoffs and maybe even do some damage in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's not. It's not going to show up that he's like maybe you know do- a dominant player. But if you look at it like that from that scenario, that's a dominant player. What do you mean? If that's a dominant player, like getting because he came, he came in and he made the franchise better. Oh, I get what you're saying. Like significantly better. He's he'll be an impactful player. Yeah. Yeah, he's an impact player no matter what. And to what, and the way the way all these bums are getting paid, if anybody's like, if anybody deserves to get overpaid, is Kawhi. Yeah, he's the kind of guy that would get overpaid, definitely, because because people would pay him a lot really just because of his defense right that's what i'm saying draymond gets paid a lot basically for that yeah he does draymond's offense has gotten like worse and worse because now he he does too much now he can't like he misses dunks he fucking i don't whatever all right so off Kawhi now um let's move to the east no, 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 no. We we gotta talk about the Lakers, man. <laughs> well, first of all, I want to say some things for the listeners who listened last time. Last time I said that if the Pelicans got a Thaddeus Young type player, that would be perfect for them. They got Randall, close enough. That's a good. I'm not saying very good pickup. Good pickup. Uh, I also said that. Lakers, Rondo might be a good option for them to fill the point guard role that Lonzo obviously will not be able to handle. <laughs> and, they, and they got Rondo. So, what what can they do this year, in your opinion? What do you think? What can they do? They got the Rondo, Lakers? They got Stevenson. Yeah. Stevenson. Yeah, go, go over that fire roster they got. <laughs> Let's, what's your pro- projected starters? You want, you want me to get mine? Ooh. That's tough. No, I'll go first. Oh, this is interesting. Will McGee start? <laughs> I mean, who else do they got at center right now? They didn't pick Lopez back up. Which, smart move. Good shit, Magic. <laughs> Lopez, teams got to stop. Whatever, I'm not even going to go into that. I'd get Lopez for the minimum. I wouldn't give him more That's than That's what I'm five. saying. Teams be paying him like he's a fucking star. Yeah, I'd give him five to come back this year. Oh, easy. That's fine. I got no problem with that. But um, let's look at their stuff. You know, I'm going to say, like, the perfect scenario is for Rondo to come in and mentor Lonzo and, like, groom him to be what Rondo was in his best day. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that so funny? There's zero chance Alonzo being able to learn from Rondo. That's 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 why I said the the perfect scenario would be that. Yeah, it's a dr- dream fantasy. What's gonna What's probably gonna happen, and I don't know how well this will benefit them. I think Rondo's gonna take his starting spot. Yeah. And um, so I'm gonna go with Rondo as my point that's guard. Definitely not a hot take. At least for me, it's not. I think I just, he's going to get traded, actually. I don't know. I, I think he is. But continue, Wouldn't surprise continue. me. We'll talk, to, we'll talk about that in a second. Continue. 
Um, I think KCP to fill that like three and D, because you can't have you know fucking five ball dominant guys out there. Right. <sighs> Damn, somebody's got to suffer now that I'm thinking. Stop, stop. <laughs> um, but I'm thinking of whether to put him at three or four. Oh. <laughs> I'm just checking, cause you. No, no, no. LeBron's all right. LeBron's yeah, in there. He's position now. Like, what's what's going on? He's my he's my third player. Okay. Yeah. Right, but, but I don't LeBron, know. It doesn't matter. We know he's starting. It right. Really matter. What he could guard anyone. Act. I mean, fucking put him at the five, and he'll he'll produce. So. Yeah. Um. My thing is, you got Brandon Ingram, who like, I don't love him, but. Like the Lakers do. Luke does. Right, and so does Magic. Does he? Magic, oh, yeah, Magic, dude, you don't. Him, right? right, Magic was like Ingram is the only one that's not up for like discussion or whatever. Right. Which is crazy because he he doesn't look like he doesn't he's not the next Kevin Durant. I could tell you that. Yeah. If anything, he's like a shittier Jason Tatum, and Jason Tatum just got to the league. Oh, let's not get let's not get crazy. He's not even that to me. That's what I said. He's a shittier Jason Tatum. Yeah, he's just he'll never be as versatile, either. So like, yeah, probably not. <clears throat> I don't even know. I can't think of someone he plays like really. But anyway, he's almost, he's almost I gotta like a think. Better shooting DeRozan. To me, uh, as far because he has a slow mo kind of that slow pull up game, like he does nothing spectacular. Yeah, I, I, I not even as explosive as DeRozan. Actually, that's actually probably just as disrespectful as <laughs> any yeah. comparison. Anyway, just keep. Going. I think you got to think uh, he's gonna start. Okay. So we're looking at four guys, and then at this point you're looking at a center. But at the same time, are you bringing Kuzma off the bench? Because I don't want to do that. Yeah, so why, why wouldn't you start Kuzma at the four? At the five. At LeBron's the five? playing the four. Or are you putting LeBron at center? I I would have said... I would have said Ingram. I would have said either... My my debate would have been between Ingram and KCP starting. Dude, they can't... They can't play, like, they can't go without KCP, in my opinion. I, I don't think they should, but we're, we're projecting. Like, I wouldn't right, right. do it, but projecting, I, I would think they would ar- their argument would be between Ingram and KCP. I think Kuzma has earned his starting spot, because he really should have been starting last year, and they were just BSing around with him last year. They were so bullshitting putting Larry Nance in there and shit. Right. So I would have said Rondo, Ingram, or KCP, whatever they decide, um, LeBron, Kuzma, and McGee at the moment. But I, I think Luke will probably do like a game-to-game kind of thing. So like I feel like let's say they did play the Cavs and Love was starting at center. Then I, they probably would go Kuzma at center, Kuzma or LeBron at center, or like uh, if they played like the Death Lineup Warriors with Draymond at the center or the Hampton Five, whatever they do. I yeah, think they yeah. would probably go Ingram at the three with Durant 
just length in LeBron and Kuzma and um, KCP and Rondo. I think they'll probably. I think Luke will probably switch it up, but I do think it'll be McGee, Kuzma, LeBron, and Rondo. And I think the fifth would be the wild card, like whether it was Ingram or not. It, but I, I think Ingram. I think they tried the ball dominant thing with Ingram, and this is not his game. I think they might. The Ingram. What is be his game? I think he probably should just be catch and shoot and cut, like. He should he shouldn't touch the ball unless he's scoring. I think he's gonna be one of those guys. Like they give it to him and either shoot it or give it back. <laughs> like he's gonna be like one of those guys. Like wow, KCP okay. Did too much last. Did too much, but they didn't have a real point guard last year. Be so me and Lonzo wasn't a real point guard. <laughs> a real point guard. Like I said, <laughs> they didn't have a real point guard. Someone, Lonzo was not a. Give it back to me and let's reset the offense. Kind of point guard. He brought the ball up court and made nice passes every once in a while, but he wasn't like a like a LeBron. And if LeBron passes it to you, you have nothing. Give it back to him with six seconds on the clock, and LeBron will figure something out. Lonzo was not that. Rondo also is that. You know, if you give it back to me eight seconds, Rondo may get a shot off, or he'll find somebody else. Rondo will get a rebounding find somebody you know over his shoulder whatever he does you know what i mean even Mm -hmm. lance stevenson is more of a (laughs) you know run the offense or not kind of guy like i would never get back to lonzo i'd rather me just run the offense like from where i was you know what i'm saying because he can't shoot you know he off the dribble his moves weren't like go get a bucket kind of moves so i i think that It'll be different for Ingram because I think Ingram will be able to just score. I think he has the the most difficult adjustment. Ingram. Yeah. Yeah, he might. Yeah, he he might because he's used to not being just a scoring option. Now he was. They made him do so much stuff last year. They had him playing point guard when Lonzo was off making his mixtape. So you know we'll (laughs) we'll see if he what he does. I think. But I think he'll be able to just score. I think LeBron will say, look, man, I'm just going to give it to you. and You shoot it or give it back, cut, you know, you're long, get past people, whatever. I, th- I think he'll be all right. I think it'll be a good, a decent team. Are they a lot to make the playoffs to you? Yeah. Just because of LeBron and Rondo? Yeah. Okay. I mean, look, I, I'm not a fan of LeBron, but, you know, I got to give him credit. They they had no business going to the finals this year. Right? None. Right? And LeBron figured it out. Yeah. Because JR sure as shit didn't figure it out. George Hill ain't figure it out. Shit, Kevin Love figured it out in the finals when everybody else like was even shittier. Clarkson and Rodney Hood. Oh, Rodney Hood tried to figure out that one game, but <laughs> one game he tried Durant to Durant was a <laughs> Durant was a rolling. I'm pretty sure that was the game Durant went crazy. So, all right, so that's our Lakers take. Uh, I, I I just want to say like they have a lot of questions, but I'm probably more excited to watch that team than I have been about like a specific team in a while honestly 
Hmm. That's interesting seeing that the Wizards made some decent pickups. I mean, I'm, I'm going to watch all 82 for that team. Don't get me wrong. but I'm definitely getting league pass this year. I can't miss any Warriors games after January. And I can't miss any uh, Lakers games this year. No way. The Lakers better be on TV all the fucking time. They were on TV too much this year. You're right. It's because the ball family. Yeah. Yeah, big baller brand. Uh, so, real quick. Well, not real quick, because we don't have much music to talk about, so we're going to run over with NBA. Um, the East. Uh, so tell me about the Wizards, man. What's going on? <sighs> Look, all, I like the Jeff Green pickup, first thing I'm going to say. I do, too. It's a good it's sub, because Mike Scott was really good for us this year, and I think Jeff Green could be s- similar to that. He's an upgrade from Mike Scott. But he's so inconsistent, so I don't know how much of an upgrade he'll be. Is he any more inconsistent than Mike Scott? Well, this past year, yes. Uh, no. Mike Scott was a fucking bucket this year. <laughs> a bucket. How much is a bucket? <laughs> Dude, he averaged double digits. Mike Scott averaged double digits? I don't know if he did that, but... <laughs> I oh, every time I every time I watched, he had double figures. He may have put on for the crowds. <laughs> anyway, it's an up. I'll give it to you. It's an upgrade. Yeah, I think I definitely think it's an upgrade. He was eight, eight point eight, almost double digits. He's like our ninth guy. <laughs> ninth, uh, eighth, eight. No, nah, just playing. Yeah, he probably is eight. <laughs> anyway, who's? Oh what? yeah, that's right. Sadaransky and Ubre were six and seven. Well, Ubre comes before Sadaransky does. Well, but when Wall wasn't was not there, Sadaransky was there first. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. So after that, Sadaransky kept coming in earlier than normal. But yeah, you're right. Ubre was the sixth man for sure. Um. Uh, so what are you guys going to do? Like, what's your projection? See, that's the thing. Like, Dwight, everybody's saying, oh, all my friends here are saying, like, oh, Dwight's such an upgrade from Gortat. And as an overall, like, center, yeah. He's, you know, he's more athletic. He uh, he defends better. That's what I think our defense, our, well, we have a rim protector. I see where you're going with this. He, you, there's some things that Gortat did that you guys will can't miss. With Dwight. Yeah, we will yeah. miss, and Dwight will like. Gortat had great hands, and he was a very good passer. Yes, Gortat was very like he didn't need the ball. He set quality screens. He caught the ball, and he was actually he had quite like a good touch around the basket. Oh yeah. And Gortat could catch, like, any pass. He catched passes that I'm, like, I thought for sure. I'm like, man, that was a terrible pass by John Wall. And then Gortat somehow gets his fingertips on it and puts it in the bucket. That's what like, was so shocking to me that, like, they they had all this, like, beef this year. Because when on the court, they look like they're, like, friends because they play so well together. Yeah, man, that Rolex. 
Well, true, but... Yeah, Rolex can make you I, have some friends all of a sudden. Wall, I don't know, man. Wall and Gortat seem like a top-tier uh, guard, big, pick-and-roll. Oh, wow. In terms of, like, the production they were getting out of it. He's from D.C., people. <laughs> this is his team. Name me... F- alright, alright. I, they were, they were a, a good, a good pick-and-roll combo. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, they were. I'm just joking with you. They were very good pick and roll <laughs> combo. Yeah, uh, it's just because they've played together for so many years. It's just weird for me. Gortat and Top Tier just don't go hand in hand for me at all. <laughs> in, in I'm gonna spit my water, but I, I got it. I he's like a top <laughs> screen setter. He's a good roller, very. Good. But the thing, I think what made him a good roller was that he could catch those odd passes yeah look the point i'm getting to is he fit he did fit yeah i i don't think dwight will fit dwight hasn't fit anywhere he's been except orlando where the team was built around him i think i thought he fit in he didn't fit in charlotte i mean look this is what i think dwight's problem is dwight if Dwight doesn't have a really good point guard, he's worthless. Because, like, when he got, went to the Lakers, he didn't get Nash. He got Raymond Sessions. And then he Oof. had, who, Jeremy Oof. Lin for a little while? Oof. Right. But when he played with Jameer, Dwight was a superstar with Jameer. And Jameer was a good point guard for Dwight. He played his game. The game that Dwight needs, and I, and Harden. This is before Harden became a point guard when he was in um, Houston. Didn't he have Jeremy Lin again? Who was the point guard in Houston? Beverly, maybe. Right, like I said, he didn't have any good point guards. But when he got good point guards, like Kemba, like Jameer, I think Dwight plays better. I think John is a good point guard for Dwight because. John is one of the best pick and roll point guards in the league. He's top tier pick and roll point guards, and um, I think they'll be able to play. I think Dwight will be able to play their game. I think Dwight will have to adjust. I don't think the team will have to adjust to Dwight. I think the Dwight will have to adjust to them. But has Dwight done a good job of adjusting in the past? Oh, and Schroeder is not a good point guard. Oh, not at all. No, no, no. We don't even. Atlanta is not worth our podcast time. Shout out to my boy Alex from Atlanta. He's a Hawks fan. Sorry to all the Hawks fans. I don't want to like... Y'all fucked up. Y'all had a 60-win team, but, you know, that's y'all fault. It's not me. Yeah. Look, Um, I'll admit it. Wizards can't get out of the second round. I can admit that. Hawks can't get into a round now. But I think that Wall will be able to play Dwight's game. I think... It'll be up to Wall's leadership, I think, because Brooks isn't for sure. Yeah, about it. yeah. So, this is Wall and Beal. Yeah, it's not. It's not that I need more. I don't need more. I but I need them to like control the team better. Right. I I think Jeff will be a good stretch four for you guys. A good stretch. I think four. Jeff could uh Big. on many occasion many nights. I think he'll finish games over Markeith. Yeah. Like, that wouldn't surprise me. Assuming assuming Markeith doesn't get moved, but... Yeah, and assuming... Yeah. 
I, over Markeith, yeah, but if Markeith isn't, he might not even be the guy. It, it just depends. It, see see what they do with Porter and how they play all those guys. Sometimes they go Ubre kind of like a weird kind of four thing they do. Yeah, like small ball. Yeah, yeah and, it, and it works somehow. It does. It does. And I think with Dwight, it'll work better because Dwight's a better rim protector than Cortot. Well, I don't know if he still is, but he was in the past. I yeah. think he's. I think he's also like he controls the the glass. Right. Yeah. Dwight, Dwight still. Dwight still does a good job, similar to like Kevin Love. Like sometimes it doesn't seem like he's having a good game, but he's still controlling the glass. Right. Dwight does. Dwight can keep people. Make teams, um, make the small ball more effective because you don't have to worry about rebounds so much because you got Dwight. You don't have to worry about people driving so much because you got Dwight. Helping, you know. Same thing with Capella. That's why they can play small ball with Capella, and like PJ Tucker, like never goes in the paint. <laughs> yeah. Like at all is because they have Capella's like best shot blocker in the league last year. One of them, it, and um, you know, best alley ooper and all that. So they'll be able to do small ball, I think. So I think they may have Porter and Ubre in there a lot. But anyway. Well, so what? What's their peak? How how good can they be this year? Wizards peak. Yeah. I mean the peak is, you know, I'm at the parade, but uh, the real non-biased uh, peak. Yeah. What seed? Give me a seed. A seed. I don't, I, I don't want to give you a seed because that's not a peak. What's the seed? What seed are they going to be in now? Just tell me the seed. Give me four. A four. Fourth seed. Okay. And so, with the experience they got, I think a peak would be a conference finals appearance. Okay. That's my... And honestly, I think they can... I don't know about Boston, but I think they could surprise Philly. Oh, they and, could beat Philly. Right. And honestly, they could... I don't, I'm not saying they will, but they have the tools to beat Boston. In my opinion, Philadelphia is one of the most overrated teams in the league. This is my opinion. That's a that's a hot take. It's a hot take. I think people are just jumping on the bandwagon because it looks cool. They they, they are cool. They look like they you know. When They're they making play, moves though. They lost well, Bellinelli right and Ilyasova. Not that they did much. Bellinelli was a big deal. Bellinelli was, was kind of hot. Yeah. Bellinelli was big. Yeah. Cause but they picked when up. I th- came out. They still had another shooter. And they haven't re-signed JJ, have they? No, they got him. They got JJ back. Yeah, they did. They okay, pay, but they got him back. Yeah, because they scooped. I thought they they had one of the oh, more low key uh, scoops. You know where I'm going with this one? With Bialitsa or is that how you say no? It was a trade that I'm talking about. Oh, what? Wait, they scooped up the Minnesota guy? Yeah, the big man. Yeah, dude, that's a better Ilyasova. Eh, in a way, yeah. Ilya Sova's better, like, low-post defense, I think, than Bialica. Is he? That dude's pretty big. I don't want to say his name because I'm going to fuck it up. But I think it's Bialica. But I, I never saw, I've never seen Bialica play low-post defense. Okay, but he's... I'm not Bialica is coming in there as a backup, what, four? To... Uh, four to, to five. Sarich? Yeah, they they play a kind of a weird game. 
Yeah, he's a good pickup, and Chandler is a good pickup. Chandler's where I was going, yeah. Who do they trade for Chandler? Just money? I don't know. It might have been picks. But I, I, just, I just saw it was a trade, but yeah, I didn't see who they gave up for him. Because I know they still have Covington. Yeah, they didn't trade anybody for him. Wilson Chandler makes their bench way better. Mm. I, on paper, it does. I, I, I don't know what Wilson Chandler did this year. He got buckets. He got buckets? You, you didn't know what Mike <laughs> Scott did. I don't Four know if he did all that. Buckets? Look it up. Look it up right now. Oh, hold on, wait. <laughs> if you say I don't know if he did all that, and Mike Scott only had eight points a game, <laughs> it wasn't. You're not. But he's a bench player. Points. His averages aren't gonna look good. It wasn't at ten points a game. He averaged ten. Yeah. And he's not six man. Wilson last on Nuggets. He started, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, he started, and Barton was the sixth man last year. He had ten and five rebounds. That's a good, I mean, that's a good. I don't know, man. When I look at him, and he's like the perfect bench player to have. Because he's like, he's got that Jeff Green game where he can do every, a little bit of everything. Yeah. And he'll have a few nights where he'll win games for you just because he's like feeling it. We'll see about that. <laughs> I don't think he'll even be in there at the end of the game. Not at the end. I'm not saying he'll, like, oh, make yeah, the clutch shots. But, I mean, if a bench player comes in there and gets 25, he's had a huge impact. Yeah. So you're not saying he's capable. 20, even tw- 15 to 20. I get you. Yeah. That's a huge impact for a bench player. Right. So if he does that, what, five to ten times, he's worth the money as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, he's a good. He's definitely a good pickup. You're right. And then Bialitsa is another really good pickup. Yeah, I didn't even uh, know they got the other dude, the Minnesota. Because I think that guy. I watched him play. I watched Minnesota a few times, a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. And the more I saw him, the more I could tell that he's a. He, obviously, he's not going to be a, like a star. Or he probably won't even be a starter. But he I think he, he knows start on some teams. He probably could, but he just he knows how to play. He's a smart player, like. Doesn't do too much. He's somebody that could get hot and get you 20 off the bench. Oh, for sure. He's, he's similar. He plays similar to uh, Miritich. Yeah. Just in terms of he comes in there, he's kind of a gunner, but he's kind of like a smart gunner. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's just a little less mobile, mobile, whatever. Yeah, he. I, I get what you mean, though, definitely. He does. And... Uh, He's he's a good pickup, but I, I still think you guys Washington can beat them. I still think they're a little bit overrated, but I, they're they improved for sure. They improved. Yeah, I think in the East this this year if if they don't all right, what did they lose in the second round and what five? Yeah, if they do similar shit this upcoming year, Brett Brown's got to go. <laughs> they're gonna do the same thing this year. I don't think they can beat. Most of the teams that they would see in the second round. I, Brett Brown's got to go. In the first round. Let's look at the... If we look at the East, teams that made it this year. Cleveland's out of there. Miami's out of there. Are they? Move, Miami's out of there. I'd say I'd <laughs> Who's taking out. Miami's place? 
Detroit will have Blake all season this year. And Reggie Jackson will be Speaking back. Of, you want to talk about overrated? Detroit? Not Detroit, but the two players you just mentioned. Reggie Jackson and Blake? Oh, man. I, I, all I heard was overrated and captain overrated. Who's captain? <laughs> Blake. <laughs> Dude, Blake they're, is the Blake is the textbook basketball they're better, player. They're not better than Miami? Oh, their oh their rosters, not even that much. Their their rosters better than Miami. I'll give you that. That's I'm just saying they'll make it over Miami. That's all. They may not make. They should have made it over Miami this year. They would have made what it I'm, over you guys. What I'm saying is Miami Miami sucks. Their roster sucks. Yeah. Yet they've gone to the playoffs. They went this year. They almost went the year before. Yeah. What I. In the East, the East East got weaker. The East got weaker, but the, only one team like significantly got weaker. Two teams. I'd say Toronto got weaker, too. Everyone I'm just else, saying, Miami's been shocking teams for the past few years since the LeBron era ended. Yeah. I think next year they'll do the same shit. They'll win, they'll win way more games than they should, and way more means like... 45 or maybe even maybe even last, last year maybe 43 42 and they'll sneak into the bottom like four I think Miami's an exceptionally coached team I think they, they can are. win a ton of games not a I think ton, they can too, but ton is a bad word but you think they'll you so you do think they'll make the playoffs over Detroit I don't want to say over Detroit, but it wouldn't surprise me at all. No, it wouldn't surprise me either, but I'm my prediction is that Detroit gets it this time. And Miami gets Okay. It. And then I think okay. Cleveland is out. Or Cleveland unless, is- unless Henny has a resurgence. <laughs> I hope I hope Henny averages like fifteen to twenty next year. Cleveland is out. <laughs> <laughs> like I said. Shout out to J.R. Smith, man. I still fuck with you. I know nobody else does, but maybe Miami makes it low, eighth seed. Put Miami at eight, yeah. Then I'll let me put Detroit at seven. I say okay. Indiana moves up to fourth, and then I say Washington moves to fifth. Okay. And then Milwaukee sixth. Then the re- the others. I, I mean, I think Boston will be number one, but I think the top Boston, Philly, Toronto. Uh, I may say Boston, Philly, Indiana, Toronto. I don't know. For some reason, Toronto finds ways to win games. They do. So I, yeah. It's, Toronto's so hard to gauge. They they just hired like a nobody for coach. An assistant, right? Yeah. So that means it may not change much of right. the system. So. They may still get number one seed, to be honest. And then, because God only knows if Kyrie Indi- will be healthy. Yeah, Indiana is a team I'm forgetting. Indiana got Tyreek Evans. They got. Um, That's interesting. Uh, I mean, I guess McDermott doesn't really help them, but it doesn't hurt them. I mean, he's like and a shitty lose. Bogdanovich. They still have him, don't they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, Aaron Holiday, uh, doesn't really help. Doesn't hurt either. Actually, he does kind of help. I think. Yeah, I think he could. He could be a little bit of a factor. Cause who was the backup point guard? To Darren Collison. 
Who he did just... back up Darren Collison? Oh, Corey Joseph. They had Corey Joseph? Yeah. Oh, didn't they? Yeah, well. Speaking of forgotten NBA players. I'd take Holiday over Joseph. Would, wouldn't blame you one bit. Yeah, so I, I think I think they're going to be good. I think Tyreek being there will almost eliminate their need for a backup point guard because Tyreek basically kinda, is a ball handler. Do that, yeah. And then Oladipo also was playing point at some points of the game, so I I think Holiday I'm, could still have a role. I think but. I think it's Indiana is a team to watch because uh, all eyes are on Oladipo next year because. You know he he's uh, you know he was talking all that shit after they lost that he's already in the gym the next day or whatever. Yeah, and, and, and he's, he's he was talking when he got his award, so I right. I think that'll be good. Though. I think um, I'm excited Indiana. to see because I really want him to be like great. I do too. I like I like him a lot. My sleeper in the East is probably Chicago. And I don't to think to make a playoff uh, to take a I, playoff seed. Yeah, I think if anyone does it that didn't, it'll be Chicago. Okay, I could, I could see that. Other than Detroit, are they are they keeping Zach Levine? They haven't said yet. They he's a what is he a re, he's a restricted free agent, right? Yeah. So they so can match anything. Yeah. So they're yeah. keeping him. I get. Yeah. I could guarantee he's putting fans in the seats, and nobody else on that roster is doing that. Right, and and they so, have one of those teams that's like a just a good balanced team. Yeah, like, they're similar exactly. to Miami. If you coach them right, you get a lot of wins out of those guys. That's see, that's the problem. They have Fred Hoiberg. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I, no, their roster is better than like y- you think on first glance. They because, play better than they look. That's okay, yeah, that's that's a good way to put it, yeah. Because they play good, and but when you look at the rush, you're like, who are these guys? Yeah, because Chris... When they there, they play okay. I thought Chris Dunn was... I thought his NBA career was over, but yeah. he, he showed some good things in Chicago last year. Yeah, he can play. He can. Yeah. Now, um, in the West, what changes in the West? Uh, playoff seating-wise? Yeah. Portland is out of there. Out of there? <laughs> out of there. The San third Antonio. seed is out of the playoffs next year? Portland is out of there. San Antonio <laughs> is out of there. Uh, what if they keep Kawhi? <coughs> he's not going to play. All right. Oh, they still might make it. They did it this year. Right. Oh. No, they're out of there, though. Lakers, okay, that's... <laughs> Lakers are in there. And then Clippers are not in there. I don't know. Dallas, a couple sleepers. Dallas and, and L.A., Clippers. The roster doesn't look that great, but well-coached. They uh, Well, I don't know how well-coached the Clippers are, but... Um, and Denver was only three points out of the... But Denver is not a sleeper. Denver, to me, Denver is a, pretty much a lie. I'll... They'll they'll not Portland not their third seed but they're like the trade off for Portland. Right, I give you that. Yeah. So then Lakers take San Antonio spot. That's it. Sure. Yeah. New Orleans still makes it. Ooh, no Rondo. Or Cousins. But they got Randall. They're out of there. <laughs> yeah, they're out of there. Uh, 
does Utah still make it? Yeah. Utah, okay. So Utah is too good of like like you said earlier. They're just like a one of those teams that plays really well together. Yeah, they need like they need to pick up some of these guys that are left. Speaking, shout out to shout out to uh, what is it? Quinn Snyder, that's his name. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a very good coach. Yeah, he's a uh, Coach K product. Is he really? Yeah, he went to Duke. Hmm, I didn't know that. But man, I I like what I saw from him, man. Yeah. Um. What? I think kind of all the teams in the West, the low teams are are sleepers in a way. Like, I don't think Phoenix is gonna get that much better. But um, I think I think they'll be one of those like shitty teams that'll come out strong. Yeah, I, I think there'll be some team. I think there'll be one of those teams that like. Will blow out like a good team all of a sudden. You know how like the Lakers beat the Warriors like twice the year before last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like they beat like the Cavs. Like, Detroit were, was like third in the conf or like second in the East the first like three weeks of the season. I remember. Yeah, but I don't know how. I don't think Phoenix is gonna start strong because I think that um I think that the the kid what, what's his name Aiden. Aiden. Is gonna be such a big part of the offense. I'd I'd be surprised if they come out winning quick with like a new starter. You know what I mean? Yeah, but their roster sucks. It does, but I I, I think they'll be one of those teams that like all of a sudden they're playing the Warriors on TV and all of a sudden they beat them. Like they win by twenty, and everyone's saying like what happened. Like it'll be one of those teams that embarrass a good team. Just because okay. they're like hot one night, I think they'll be like that. But they won't still will be bad overall. You see, um, wild games. Yeah, I can see that. You see, uh, Devin Booker's on pay. He's about to sign an extension this weekend. Yeah, it was a good extension too. I'm surprised. I'm surprised though, because there's been a lot of reports that he doesn't want to be there. Yeah, because they got rid of. But, you know, Davis. everybody was saying Paul George wanted to go to fucking L.A. and boom. <laughs> granted, granted, I'm assuming Paul George maybe didn't want LeBron there, but that's a yeah, debate for another day. If I was Paul George, I wouldn't want LeBron there. If I'm coming home, yeah, I'm, to, I'm, like, I agree. Be second fiddle, like that's not cool. No, it's but, not. Uh, but another team is, um, I think Sacramento might be one of those teams that win some games that people, you know, surprise people with some games, but not. Nothing crazy, but they'll win. They'll win 30, 30 games this year. Thirty plus, I think. Twenty five. <laughs> they won twenty seven this past year. Did they? Yeah, twenty seven and fifty five. Oh, I guess we'll be disappointed by them next year. <laughs> I was shaking my head the whole. As soon as you brought up Sacramento, I was shaking my head. You couldn't obviously see that, but. Bagley I was like, dude. More than three wins? Fuck no. I think that the East will have all, like, incredibly low, uh, like, wins. But I think that a lot of the West will have high wins, even teams that don't make the playoffs. And by high, I mean in the 30s. Not the, uh, don't get me wrong, I don't think Phoenix, Memphis, Dallas... I don't know, man. That Memphis, the the fourth pick, looks probably better than anybody else has looked so far. 
Yeah. Granted, you don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to overanalyze summer league, but. Yeah, look who he's playing. What, what was that guy's name? Anthony Morrow had like forty in the summer league game. Oh, that's right, the sharpshooter. Yeah. So shout out to Anthony Morrow. If you can shoot, you can have a good summer league game. It means nothing in in the real league. But uh, yeah. You got anything else on the teams in the league? Um, I I read I I had it pulled up on my uh, news feed, but I pulled away from it. Uh, apparently, Clint Capella has had a meeting with the Rockets, and it didn't go well. So what what happens to the Rockets if they lose him? They're out of there. No, I'm just kidding. They're not out of the playoffs, but they're definitely they're taking they're a step a back. They're not a contender anymore to me. No. No Ariza I, and no Capella. They yeah, they, Ariza is a big loss for them too. I don't know if I would say big loss, but yeah, it's just. I think to me, man. I I and sometimes I do overanalyze. Like I just I read into it too much. But I think like team familiarity is a thing. What do you mean? So say Ariza gets replaced by a slightly better player. But it's this it's this hypothetical player's first year. So he doesn't have that like rapport with James and even Chris Paul. So he he doesn't have like he doesn't play as well. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So Ariza the fact that they lost Ariza and honestly they really haven't replaced him with anybody. Um yeah, well, I I think I don't know if they'll start Gerald Green, but it'll probably be I hope good. not. They they signed him already. Well, I'm, uh, he's he fits Mike D'Antoni, but start I mean, him. If, if you save thirteen million dollars on Green, I I mean I'd rather take Green for thirteen million dollars less than try to get Ariza back at fifteen million. No, I I I don't like I get that, and I, that's fine. And you had him, and he you had him last year. He's he was the fit last year. He played great. Who? Green, but Green, you're you're Green came off the bench and jacked up shots with supreme <laughs> with don't get me wrong with supreme confidence and he made them. Yeah, yeah. But you listen, yeah. hold on, hold on. You put him as as a starter. Look who he has to guard now. I know a lot of guys he can't guard. You're right. Durant Durant will give him thirty and a half. <laughs> Defensively, losing Ariza is a big deal. You're right. That's You're what I'm right. saying. Ariza took the challenge. Ariza spaced the floor. Ariza and Ariza also made plays off the dribble. With Green, doesn't really do that. I, I don't know if I don't know how much Ariza's plays off the dribble. Nah, you know, not a ton. But <laughs> all right, we're we're discussing well, the differences at this point are like minute. So I but Capella, the point Capella is a huge loss for them. Capella's. The loss. I think I think Ariza can be replaced. And I do I do get what you mean by you know if you put someone else there, how do they fit? But losing Capella is a is like a gunshot compared to like a, a you can band aid Ariza. You can't band aid losing Capella. Even though it may not get better, you can band aid it. But Capella, no, nah. it's like you know losing a limb. Right. Them. Yeah, man. He 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 did all the dirty like big man work that you need. 
The, and he also he also had good hands, kind of like Gortat. Well, the one option Houston could do, and this would be a robbery, and and a uh, I can't even think of another word it would be. But if they somehow put a package together for Jimmy Butler, what happens to him? Even if they lose Capella, uh, Harden's holding up a trophy next season. It's like, nah, nah, I don't know about all that, but they that would be very exciting. You get the defense back. You get a better score. Harden doesn't have to be in all the time for you to have like a threat. You get somebody who challenges Durant on both sides. It doesn't need the ball all the time. Yeah, that's that's my key for, like, competing against top-tier players. Uh, like, you have to make them guard. Yeah. Like, you can't, you can't have a Roberson out there. Like, you just, you can't have those guys. Yeah. And if you have a guy like that, you gotta make, I mean, like, yeah, Roberson can play defense, but he's not a Draymond Green. I think that's what made... The Jazz so effective this year. They're uh, them being able to do something on offense and do something on defense, you know, and be even. They were even on both sides of the court. Yeah, like, they're well coached. Way better on offense than they are on defense. They're they're good on defense, very good, but they're unbelievable well, on offense. I'll say they're so, great on defense, but they're legendary on offense. Right at yeah. times. Yeah. So it. If you're not a legendary on offense and your defense is anything less than good, you know, you're you're no good. You're going to get beat. You can be outscored. Any anyone can be outscored. But um yeah. So what else you got other than the Capella? That's a good I mean, that's a big deal. Yeah, man, just we'll keep an eye out. I'm going to really keep an eye out because, like I said, it is a big deal. Here's another kind of big deal. Um, Marcus Smart said that he's confused and disgusted with the Celtics' lack of communication with him. Said they haven't called him about coming back. Uh, Where's the big deal? Losing Smart? That's not a big deal. It's, it's a deal. It's a deal. It's not a big deal. I think I think it's a big deal for the Celtics. He missed a bunch of time late in the year. They were completely fine. Yeah, but in the playoffs, he was a big deal. And when you have someone like Kyrie, who's like one of the top tier injury prone guards, not having okay smart in that big deal. in that perspective, I completely agree with you. Because if you lose, let's say you lose Smart and Kyrie gets hurt, then what do you do? You give nothing. Terry Rozier, baby. bring in some of those little guards. Shane Larkin and Terry Rozier. Shane Larkin is not, as much as I like Shane Larkin, he's not. He's a Miami guy, isn't he? Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's not going to cut it. Okay, uh, okay. If you have to start Shane, you're in serious trouble. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, no, I mean I don't. Know. I'm I'm hoping they don't have to start him, but they could survive without some of their guards because they have so many wings. They do have a lot of wings, but that really none of their wings are like 
natural guards. Like the, it see, they play well, but like everyone on the team plays out of position when Kyrie is not there. It seems like. It seems like um, I mean, but t- they have. I guess they just have versatile guys, but they play all these different roles all the time. Like Brown plays from like two through four. Tatum plays two through four. Um, Rozier plays like one, two, and three. Like they do a lot of no position basketball when Kyrie when there's no guard there. That's I guess that's my point, and I don't know if that that'll work in the finals or in, like late in the playoffs, like they had to do against the Cavs. Cause yeah, they, I mean- they got no positions. They got beat at that game when they played the Cavs at the no position game because you have the ultimate no position guy on the other team who plays literally every position. Right, and you right. Got, so it, I think that was one thing that really hurt them, not having any real position players. And then when Kyrie comes back, I think Smart is a good guy to come in because he he's one of those guys who can guard no position players. And if they don't have him, they really don't have people who can guard like no position guy. But he might not be a big deal. Let's say they lose him. I, mean, I I just it, it's I mean it's a deal. Regular season may not change anything. Yeah, I just don't. He doesn't. He doesn't have as huge of an impact as like it would seem from how hard he plays. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know, man. I I think he does. I think. I think he's mm-hmm. also the uh, attitude of the team too. Okay, yeah, I, I could that um, I could roll with a little bit more. Most of those guys are pretty soft guys. But I, I, I think I think Rogier and uh, well, mostly Rogier could take that uh, take that mantle, especially with if he's coming off the bench next year. And Morris, but yeah, Morris to, to a lesser degree too. Yeah, but guys. They no one mess with smart. People mess with Morris and Rozier. But like, did no people like, mess with Rozier though? Yeah, um, Embiid did. Like he was nothing. I bet Embiid wouldn't do that to Smart. But what did he do to Rozier? I don't remember what Embiid did to him. Remember, um, uh, <laughs> Rozier tried to go get the ball out of Embiid's hands or something. And like uh, Embiid moved it, and then they kind of like got in a little scuffle. Well, that ha- that that I do. That's that could happen to Smart too. But it wouldn't though. I mean, it it would have been a real fight if he. Didn't. And that's not really. A, I think Rozier can hold his own in that same vein. You saw what happened to to Bledsoe. <laughs> Poor Bledsoe. Poor Drew Bledsoe. <laughs> Shout out to Drew Bledsoe. <laughs> both of them. Both, both of them. <laughs> There's two of them now. Yeah. If you, in case you were wondering, one is a former NFL quarterback and one is a starting point guard for the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> yeah, we'll. Get, and I do want to get in the Bucks, but next time because we're we're spending a lot of time on NBA, and I I want to talk are, about yeah. Drake's album one more time. So, uh, yeah, we're. <laughs> Are you ready to transition? Yeah, I mean, I, I covered everything that I could think of uh, in terms of. I'm trying to think if there's any other like 
free agency pickups or moves that we missed. Mm. I guess if something pops up, uh, we'll we'll come back to it. Carter Williams got on the Rockets. That makes that does nothing. <laughs> if uh, anything, it probably makes him worse. <laughs> right. So, uh, we're gonna transition to music now. Uh, there's not much music to go over except for, I mean, you know, Scorpion. 25 songs. Yeah, man, still going strong. I was just in somebody's car earlier today and they were bumping it. Yes, yeah, it's, it's hard. It's tough. It is. Oh. Uh, Alright, so I do want to ask this. Uh, do you have any, like, additions to your review from last time is there anything that after further digestion you would change like you were thinking about um well my favorite song is still peak and i'm looks like i'm in the minority in that because i don't i haven't seen anybody else pick that song yeah (laughs) yeah i skip i skip peak in summer games to be honest mm. but i'm not mad at it don't get me wrong i'm not mad but don't get look uh, some standouts to me that just like, you know, some songs you just come back to and they're like even better than you remember. Yeah. Uh, Jaded. Yeah, Jaded is nice. Sandra's Rose that I didn't really like at first. <laughs> yeah, is, as far as doesn't it? It's fire. <laughs> I tried to tell you Sandra's Rose you, is you nice. Did, you did, you did. The is crazy on there. Uh, the, the Jay-Z song is growing on me. I mean, I liked it. All, all these songs are good, don't get me wrong, but... Yeah. It's just, like, growing on me more. Okay. Um... Yeah, In My Feelings is another one that I've heard quite a bit the past few days. Yeah, In My Feelings seems to be... Be... Hit on the album. I, from what I have noticed. They got the <laughs> new In My Feelings challenge... Yeah, see yeah. That, the dancing challenge out the car. Yeah. yeah. Uh, other got, than that, you got though. Odell Beckham dancing to the song. It's it's a hit. It's a yeah. That couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> but that's uh, it, man. Besides that, all the other songs like uh, I haven't really like changed my opinion on them. Yeah, I, for me, um, Blue Tent has snuck into my five. I Blue think. Tent is good. It it grew on me. Um, the one thing I've been doing real quick is I've been skipping the hits like the, I've I've skipped God's plan. I'm upset. Nice for well, maybe not. I'm upset, but God's plan and nice for what? I've you skipped those? Yeah. Yeah, I I skip, I skipped nice for what, but I I let God's plan roll. Cause I like the transition of God's plan to upset. I'm upset. Mm-hmm. But nice for what? I definitely skip. Cause nice for what really doesn't seem like it fits on that album to me anyway like right it's like the only one he doesn't sing at all on well blue tent too i guess but the other ones is mostly singing and he sings not at all on nice for what but yeah. um you know i'm not gonna get too deep into that but uh after dark also kind of grew on me later i'm like i don't love it but i like it more than i did off first listen it was it was a borderline skip first listen for me. And, um... Can't Take a Joke kind of grew on me, too. A little bit. But, um... Have you heard any of the analysis of 8 out of 10 that people are giving about the dissing in there? 
Um, no. He's actually been uh, really interesting to the listeners out there. Uh, what I have heard is that 8 out of 10, the whole thing is actually referencing Kanye. Not so oh. Pusha T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let me... I, I did hear a theory today that might be what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Uh, are you talking about the whole Kanye like hung out with Drake and then he like Drake told him about all that stuff that that's Pusha T's been dropping and like well, Kanye immediately ran to Pusha T. Yeah, well, I I, I hypothesized that before that Pusha T must have heard the album. Like as soon as the album came out, I was like, how did Pusha T know? But then I was thinking, but if Drake was there with Kanye. Drake probably said, "Look, man, you know, I check out this song I did for my son, man. What do you think?" And he, and you know, he might have played March. Is it March fourteenth? Might have played March fourteenth for Kanye. And you know, maybe the next day, you know, Drake leaves, and then Kanye's working on Pusha's album, and he's like, "Yeah, man, you know, Drake came in with that fire, man. You, we might need to, we might need to take him out, man, because that album's gonna be crazy." Yeah, that's exactly what I heard. Yeah. Yeah, and then Pusha's like, "Oh yeah, well." You got anything? Like, let me hear something. He's like, yeah, man. He sent me this one. He sent me. He sent me this one. He wrote about his son. Put his like, his son. Oh, and then that you know changed obviously the course of this history. Yep. But I also heard another uh, another um, theory is that Drake said he was dropping in June, but never gave the date. Right. But up until like June started, no one knew like what date in June Drake was gonna drop. But what I heard is that Kanye did all these drops in June because he heard Drake was dropping in June. Like, like this the whole thing Kanye was doing like every week with him, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nas and Tiana, like he did that only because Drake told him that Drake was gonna drop in June. Like Kanye's whole mission was to drop the same day as Drake to like ruin Drake's streams like so apparently the whole you know Drake coming with this energy this energy Drake maybe rewriting verses push a T with the energy all was perpetuated by Kanye and 8 out of 10 is him going in on Kanye and push a T which is he's not really going in that hard but like he's just saying that it's not like it's more to it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I I, I did hear this. Yeah. So, so what do you think about it? You think that's true? Does it make? Well, does it make sense? It makes. It sense. makes sense. It does make sense, definitely. And I, you know, I thought that maybe Pusha T must have heard something from the album when when Drake came out with the album and he had all the stuff on there. I was like, there's no way he just did this after Pusha T, like four different four different mentions of his son in the songs because like it, it was too close to when the album came out so i was thinking push your team must have heard a song and said and then came out with the sunday right and i think that's mm-hmm. another reason why drake didn't really respond because he's like well you know I, I, there's nothing i can say because it's coming out on the album anyway you know what i mean Mm-hmm. because because let's think if drake didn't respond and also never said anything about his son on the album. Like, what good would Pusha T's, like, this be? 
I mean, it wouldn't really have an impact, so... Yeah, so I, I think that Drake had already had stuff about the kid on the album, and Pusha T kind of used, like, his diss to make it seem like he did, like, made Drake talk about it on the album, but right, Drake had right. already talked about it. So I think Pusha T doing that made it seem like the diss was harder, but really, you know, he was before Pusha T in the, in the uh, you know... He jumped the gun with the kid talk, then push a T. So I, I mean, I don't know. No one really knows other than Drake kind of right. push a T. The thing, the reason I would believe this story is because there's so much detail to it. Right. But a lot of that could be filler to just make the story make sense, like you said. So. Right. Yeah. It could just be you know the fans making sense of it, rumors, whatever, and um. You know, this bar is directed at those guys. Apparently, this bar is at Big Sean. This bar is at a lot of people. Um, you guys, uh, listeners, you guys can go look up deep dives. I think I watched like two or three deep dives today about it. Um, they're out there, though, uh, if you're interested into it. But my next question is, um, what? where does this rank in Drake's discography to for you comes in at number four number four okay yep <clears throat> give me uh you know lay him out for me well I didn't pre uh, I, I thought about this a bit I didn't you know completely analyze song by song um but at five, are we counting So Far Gone as an EP or the mixtape? Um, <laughs> what do you want to count it as? You know what? I don't want to count it. Just because the mixtape's actually like a lot of... The EP will probably make my top five. The, the So Far Gone EP? Yeah. Okay. But uh, just because just that's like a... Uh, reason to debate, but I'll I'll put views at five. Uh-huh. Uh, I I enjoyed right. views. Views. Um. There's just a lot of really good songs in there. If you if you look it through it. Yeah. There's a lot of songs. Period. Right. But a lot of them are really good. So. Um. And at four, as I said, Scorpion. Uh. I mean, all his, most of his albums are classics, but another example, 25 songs, zero duds. Right. For, I mean, nobody else can do that. Kendrick, Kendrick, Lamar, Kendrick Lamar will drop 25 songs. I guarantee he'll have at least five. Yeah. Guarantee. Anybody five else. Duds, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Just f- duds, by the way, are songs that fucking suck. Like, like suck. Not, not like filler. Like filler is different. Not songs that are okay. You can kind of like play. You don't mind it. No, no, no. Duds are songs you like. You want to move on from. Well, I'll say on his seventh project, there's no way he would have uh, 25 out of 25 fire or good. Fuck I definitely no. think he would have. Probably ten duds on like his seventh project because Kendrick's really only on his fourth project. 
What do we got? Section, are you counting Section 80? Yeah, Section 80. Good Kid, Mad City. Mm-hmm. To Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah. And Damn. And Damn. So he's on his... Oh, yeah, the, unti- the untitled thing. No, that doesn't count. He had one mixtape that was, like, really big before that. Oh, uh, over, Overly Dedicated? Maybe. I, I can't remember the name of it. But that one, I would I would say, you know, if we count So Far Gone, I would count that. Okay. For Kendrick. So I, I would say it's, like, his fifth project. And this is Drake's, like I said, I think it's his seventh. So in his seventh project, yeah, there's no way Kendrick will come out. No, nobody can do that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, overly dedicated. Yeah, that's it. Um. Yeah. So you're looking. What am I at? Scorpion was four. This is where I think we'll we'll branch off a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm putting "Thank Me Later" at three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll let you talk about "Thank Me Later." Uh, take care. Ah, oh, these last two are so hard. Take care. I'll go at two. Mm-hmm. And uh, nothing was the same. Deluxe edition comes in at number. One. I mean, they're all like the all the deluxe editions, obviously. But right, yeah. If the if there is one, right. Because you know any Drake song, call me a stan, but any any Drake song, I'm excited. Usually, it's good. See, yeah. So I I would I would pretty much agree with you. Actually, I probably would switch. Thank me later and take care. That's that's right. Really. That's what I thought. Yeah. But the, the thing is, it's weird, is that with Drake, I like more songs on Views, like, better than I like on Scorpion. Like, I, I think I, Views... That makes has sense. Better, ...has, you know, Drake has, like, no classic songs on this album to me. Not that I don't think... Well, like, maybe God's Plan might be a classic song, but it's not... For me, it's not, like, one of my... It wouldn't go in my any of my top lists of like Drake's songs, like maybe top twenty, maybe not. Nothing on here would probably fit in my top twenty Drake songs. I'm looking at the views uh, track list right now, and I like I mean I'm, I looked at it earlier when I put it at five. Yeah. Man, some of these songs are like they probably make like a top song list for Drake, honestly. Right. That, that's what I'm saying. Like you got some like more than one. Yeah. Exactly. So for me, Drake is one of, is a weird kind of guy that you can do that with. Cause I can't think of anyone else that I would say, oh yeah, this album has a lot of songs that I like, but I don't really like the album. You know what it's I mean? It's not even just that you like you like the songs more than you do like the other album that you're comparing it to. Right. Like I like there's some songs on More Life that I like more than every song True. on on Scorpion. And views for sure, you know you got Weston Road flows. You got, I mean, you with me? Yes, you with me. Feeling a ways kind of grew on me. You got Controller and One Dance will be on Drake's greatest hit album when he, you know, when he's done. Dude, I mean, uh, Fire uh, and Desire is Fire and Desire is right along the lines of like peak. Like it's that same vibe. Right, yeah. Fire Desire would definitely fit right into his sec- second disc of Scorpion and, like, be nice. Yeah. But, you know, there's just songs on there that I feel are classic songs, and Scorpion doesn't have any 
of those for me. But I don't know. Maybe because I, I mean, I I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Even the singles, he, you know, you know what I mean. And nothing was the same. We don't even need to talk about that. But yeah, I, I'd go. If if we're doing a top five album, I'm just letting you know right now. If we do a top five like albums, and we probably should do that, like personal albums. Ever? Nothing was, yeah. Okay. Like for like for you, not like what you think are the five best albums. Yeah, I know. Yeah, your favorite. For me, for me, nothing was the same. Gets in there. For your top five <laughs> albums, period. For me, oh, right. yeah. Not rap. No, 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 no. For, like, for just for me as an album, like, how much I enjoyed it. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, yeah. for my personal enjoyment, I it's in my top five. Okay. So, yeah, I, I, I went the same as you with um, views and... So, we're, we're not counting So Far Gone, right, you said? I didn't put it in my top five, no. But we're not counting it at all? I mean, you could count it. So Far Gone might be my fifth, like, the, the mixtape, So Far Gone. Okay. Then, then, um, then yeah, I go um, Scorpion, Take Care, Thank Me Later, number two, and Nothing Was the Same, number one. And Take Care, for me, it, it slowed down. Like later, the it didn't age well for me. As much really? as I loved it when it came out, yeah, I loved it when it came out. I I mean, anyone who knows me, the listeners, I played it to death when it came out. But not, like now, I I just don't. I have like no desire to hear anything off of there ever. I gotta be in a certain type of mood to hear the majority. Don't get. There's a couple standouts though, for sure. Oh yeah, there's a couple. Lord knows. Out. Yeah, Lord knows. We'll be fine with... Man. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think that was my favorite time of Drake's, like, Lucy's that he let out. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. When he had Club Paradise. Oh, my God. Trust issues. Trust issues. And, um... That was right around the time Marvin's Room first came out. I remember that. What was the one with Ross? Um... Uh, oh, uh, I'll, it'll come back to me. But then, uh, then Hate Sleeping Alone came out like later, right? Like Ooh. Extra deluxe, like I think so. Deluxe. Yeah, um, it's a it's was, a bonus track. Yeah, that was a legend, legendary. And um, a lot of these songs, like if if I'm in the right, like uh, I mean, thinking, I guess you could go call it a uh, thinking about your ex mood. Yeah. A lot of these songs will come on, on that playlist. Yeah, right. But there's, there's a lot of, like, just fire song. Like, Underground Kings is another one that's just... He's just killing. Like, Make Me Proud is pretty good. Free Spirit. That's what I was thinking of with um, Rick Ross. Uh -huh. And, um... Yeah, it, it, definitely. I mean, so that time... Take Care of That Time is probably up there in my top. But the album itself... I, like you said, I have to be in a mood to really go back to. I, yeah. I like cameras a lot. Headlines is legendary for him, but a lot, you know, I rarely. Listen but like, to yeah, like I really love, I love the ride. 
Mm-hmm. But I just I can't just like if it just comes on I can't really bump it like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it's one of those albums to me that I didn't have the replay value it had at first. But this song's like like if I go to Thank Me Later and nothing was the same I can I can hit those like anytime front like, to any, back yeah yeah anytime they come on I'm good like yeah let that ride. But, you know, I may skip a take, especially the singing songs on Take Care. But, I mean, that's that's just me. I'm not I'm not saying that, like, over, like I don't think it's a good album. Because if I was ranking, like, what I thought his best albums would be, it may be, it would definitely would be higher. Or actually probably would be pretty close to the singing spot. But I would say it was better. But for me, it's just not for me. But, um, yeah, I, I think Scorpion probably is up there in the top five for me of his projects for sure yeah not including like his earliest mixtapes comeback season <laughs> and what, hey, uh, shout out the comeback room season for, room for, for improvement. improvement yeah a couple of hits on each of those yeah a couple yeah he did yeah drake's Just, greatest album greatest hits album will be like four cds long fuck yeah <laughs> There's no way to make a one disc. Fuck drink. no. Greatest hits. <laughs> Unless you put like 40, 50 songs on that one disc. Yeah. And it would be a nice shuffle too. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But one day I'm assuming uh, we're not counting the, the future collab. I mean. Don't get me wrong. It comes in, it comes in at last regardless. Oh, I was going to say, if we did, would it change anything? Mm-hmm. No. No, not for me. Just seeing it pop up. Late? Does that change anything? <sighs> no. Now that aged well for me. Like I, I listened to that way more later than I did when I first got it. When I first downloaded, it. I was like, man, this isn't it. When I first got it, but then like about a year later, and I revisited, I started liking some of the songs. But it's still, it's still not top five or anything. Yeah, what about more life? We we didn't make our top five, but what are more your life, thoughts? More life is similar to Scorpion, and I like I like it all together, but there's just no songs on there that I really. I that there is songs on there I, I do love. I do Can't love. have everything. I mean, fa- I mean, yeah, he has some greatest hits on this. Fake love is the greatest hit. Um. Passion Fruit is great. Dude, and a lot of these songs are... Portland is fire. Just fire. But that's like... It's not just him, though. Free Smoke? Yeah. You don't remember? Everybody was bumping Free Smoke. Yeah, they were, yeah. That <laughs> started out nice. I mean, Ice Sacrifices nice. is really good. Oh, Ice, Ice Melts and Glow are like sleepers. Yeah. It, I could have did without Kanye on Glow. Really? Yeah, I I could have. I I still skip below low key. That's wild. But it got better. Like it got better over time too. But Ice Melts was a sleeper to me, right out the gates. Like I never I didn't hear anyone talking about Ice Melts, and I always thought it was fire. I'm trying to think what else on it. Uh, Gal Chester was big. I don't know. It's Teenage Fever was my shit. Yeah, Teenage Fever was a was a favorite this is one of the the who's the feature in here gigs 
Yeah. In which one? Uh, well, the one you were just like playing for a second. Oh. oh. <laughs> this, no, this is the Skepta. Oh, Skepta. Skepta uh, that's what I'm. Yeah. I could have skipped that too. I could have lived without that, low key. It was yeah. good, though. and then introducing Georgia Smith, get it together was nice. Um, it was nice. I don't know. It, it, it's kind of it's kind of hard to put in my top five though. It may sneak into fifth. This is the closest thing to fifth that's not fit. Okay, yeah, that, I could work with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. I think. Low key views might have my favorite, the most of my favorite songs on it. What do you think? Has the most of your favorite songs? Ooh, that's a good. Nah, man. Uh, still, I gotta go with the nothing, nothing was the same. same. Nothing was the same was flawless. Flawless. Absolutely flawless. It just I. Okay, I have a. F- uh, three oh five to my city. I I could have done without that one, but. The only two that I don't rock with every time is 305 to my city and the language. And then the language? Yeah, not every You're no tripping, every time, bro. Just not every time. Okay, okay. And start from the bottom. I see yeah, started from the bottom is kind of like um God's plan. Yeah. Where like I mean God's plan is much better, but uh it's like that same like it's like the radio hit, but it doesn't really fit the album. Yeah, and and all me just got played out. Like I liked it at first, but yeah, yeah. I heard it just too much. But dude, come through. Come through is my favorite. Oh my song. god. That's my number one. Come through is my number one. Ever. Number one. I that second like what is it, a minute and a half that last is <laughs> oh my god like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you can't. Type of nights when it comes too soon. You can't rock to this, man. You're not a you're not a fan. Your your ears are not open at that point. Like, <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean, Tuscan Leather might have been his best intro. Probably is his best intro. Tuscan Leather, um, yeah, I'd say it is. I mean, furthest thing, fire. Yeah. Wu Tang Forever, fire. <laughs> that that had to grow on me too. It, Dude, it, none it, of this I, shit had to grow on me. All well, three hundred five to my to city grow. never grew on me, but <laughs> oh, own it. Fire. Yeah, well, um, I've I've heard from a lot of people that actually, if you're reading this, is too late. Is in their top five. Like when people I, were I've talking heard about that too. Yeah. Scorpion. Why? It's because it's because like. Some people really, really fuck with his rapping side. Mm-hmm. I guess because they don't... I, it's because it's those people... To me, I have, like, a very complex opinion on this. But I think people just, like... A lot of people who love Drake, they get shit on by, like, people because Drake is considered soft. Right. And I think those people gravitate towards his rap songs because they probably don't view them as soft. Okay. See, so it's more of like a, more of like a, like a, 
motivation to like fit in than than actually listen to the music. Yeah. So you think anyone who's re- really listening wouldn't put um, if you're reading this is too late. I mean, depend. I mean, if you put it at five, that's you know, that's yeah. I, I get that. Some people have have the top three. I was surprised, but this is no. interesting. I ain't, I ain't rolling with that. I think Drake. This is one one thing I'll say about nothing was the same, and my only problem with it. I think he should have put the baby picture on the deluxe in his face, his older face on the regular one. Cause like, it come through isn't on there. Like, <laughs> I the baby. Cause all the classics, all the um, artists had the classics with their baby picture on it, right? That's their classic. You got Biggie, classic. You got the Carter Three, classic. But, you know, really, when I look at it and I look on my screen, my phone, my iPod, whatever, I see the old face, but I want to see the, you know, I want to see the baby face. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, if you I mean, wanna... yeah, but. But I guess not everyone has the deluxe. Yeah. Yeah. That's my only, that's my only problem. Nothing was the same, which means I think nothing was the same was pretty much perfect. Uh, yeah, it's hard to argue because you know, coming from a Drake stand, it definitely is. Right. I was getting, I was getting kind of like somebody was throwing shots at me today for being a Drake stand. Really? Yeah, I'll pose, I'll pose this to you. This was a topic that came up in discussion. Uh, I. Somebody said that Drake isn't a top-tier rapper. <laughs> now. Now, my issue is, I don't think... I don't know if he's a top-tier rapper of all time. Okay. But if you look at the, the game, the, the landscape now, he's definitely a top-tier. He's number one. Oh, well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. He's... I'm not gonna put him at number one because all the fucking rap purists will fucking think I'm retarded. So, but he's top tier. I guess it depends what you consider tier. Like, do you do you mean tier by popularity or tier by talent? Just or bars. Mm, yeah, well, I'd there's, say he's. There's a, a lot of guys who are like better, just pure like lyrically. Not a lot, but there's a couple. So, this is the thing about Drake. Drake is almost like... um, (laughs) And this is a wild comparison. But Drake, in a way, is like LeBron in that... If LeBron really wanted to win MVP every year, he could. He could just get the numbers to win MVP every year. He could just do... You know, just go crazy in a game... And say, oh yeah, look, I'm still MVP. But he doesn't. Like, I, I think Drake, if Drake wanted to release bars that would, like, really make him way better than every other bar rapper, he could. He just doesn't. That's He he does what fans like. He sings, too. He does what he likes. But Drake could release another 6 a.m. in las vegas or whatever he wanted to do right 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 right. it would bar people like out of the 
out of the whole rap game if For he sure. wanted to. And that's what that's it. what I feel like and it's hard to debate like to me it's hard to put this but it's hard to debate people who just flat out hate an artist. <laughs> it is. Yeah. And they consider him like like look, I'll be honest with you, I'm not a huge fan of like I like Kendrick. But a lot of his music bores me. Uh-huh. But I'm not I'm not because I don't like, you know, because I think it's completely disrespectful that he gets put in the same vein as Drake. Um I I that's my opinion, but I understand how great Kendrick Lamar is. Right. And you understand he's still top tier right now. Oh, he's probably he's like popular opinion wise, he's number one. Right. And I, I honestly, if anybody like if there's a unanimous number one, I could live with it being him. Right, I got you. Do I do I agree with it? Maybe not, but I could accept that. Right. But like uh, people for some reason like the the Drake hate is so is so passionate. It is. Like man, he's he's an average rapper. Like dude, no he's not. It, and the thing is, you know, one of my closest friends um he also doesn't like he stopped liking Drake when he found out Drake didn't write all his bars. Right, right, right. And I think that's unfair, especially me. For me, who has done a lot of research about writing, um, none of these guys write their own bars. Not all of them. Right. Look, the the only guy that comes to mind who does, like, mostly his own things, like, in terms of everything, is Russ. And look how that's <laughs> turning out. Right. If anything... If anything, Russ could probably unleash or unlock his potential if he worked with like more people. Right. Yeah. And I I think that's the only thing that makes that makes J. Cole kinda like a um <laughs> J. Cole is like the dude that people know is good, but they're not sure if they want to say he's good. Yeah. Like uh, I, I know he is good, but I don't know if he's that good. Like you know what I mean? Kind of how they do with like, I, I, he's almost like Kawhi. Like you know, J Cole could do everything that a lot of other rappers can do, but I, I don't know. Like he's just not them. <laughs> like he's just not at LeBron's stage. I don't right, want right. to say, but if you look at him and he does something, you're like, man, is he LeBron's good? Like you know what I mean? That's how I feel about him and, like, the Drake and Kendrick thing. And I, I think that when Drake came out with this, you know, he doesn't write his own stuff, there's people who get a lot of recognition that also don't write their own stuff. Like I said, I shouted out Stara a couple of podcasts ago. She's written, like, four of Travis's, like, major hits. And people never say anything to Travis about not writing his own bars. Like nothing, but for some reason, because Drake is like really good, he gets all the, you know, he gets all the hate. I think so, that's it's the same way with LeBron, honestly. Yeah, it is. That's why that's why I had to compare him because it's like, you know, they, he 
I mean, I don't know. Just because LeBron gets help is is different. Like I I don't know. It's weird. It's kind of wild, but you know, it, it is it is hard to argue with those people that hate on him. Definitely is. And I I feel really bad for Drake for not for getting disrespected in that way. Right, because he's so like. Puts out such quality music. Yeah, he does. Yep. Puts any for most part, he puts out music for everybody. Right. Yeah. It's kind of whack. Oh, it's very whack. (laughs) Yeah. But Um, that's the way it is. It is indeed the way it is. Um. Anything? Anything dropping? I mean, we're doing this Thursday night. Anything out right now? Uh, let me check my connect. I don't think so, though. I mean, it's kind of a rough, rough week. It's a slow week. Yeah, yeah, definitely a a slow week. Um, nah, (laughs) nah. Nah, I don't know anybody that is out. Um, Justin Timberlake dropped the song. Yeah, have you heard it? Nope. I heard it. It's okay. Um, I didn't really like his last album. No, I didn't either. I liked one song on it. I don't remember what the That really, like... I remember that really made me sad for that day. (laughs) Because he came out so hot last... The album before? Yeah. This is the wave he's on right now. And I can feel your frequency. So unique. In other words, such a freak. Set me free. I wanna be, wanna be. I wanna be, wanna be your soulmate. For the night. Let me put my soul on your soul. Let me put your soul. That sounds really good. Say what? He still sounds really good. Yeah. But it just doesn't have that same, like... I don't know, man. It just doesn't have that same magic, I guess. <laughs> That's the only word you can find for it? Magic? Uh, I guess so, yeah. I feel you. But it still sounds good, like, just from hearing that, like, snippet. Yeah. I really liked... He had a, um... He had a... What was the animated... I think it was Trolls that he had the soundtrack for. It was like a really like dancing song. But you know what a song I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. That song... Or it might have been maybe Coco... I don't know. I don't want to fuck it up. But that song was really good. It was. Of Of course now I can't fucking remember, but... Yeah, I know what you're talking about, though. It it was Trolls. Trolls? Okay. Yeah. What was the song? Can't Stop the Feeling? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Good call. It was a great song. And it, it got big, like, late. Really late. The Travis? Yeah. This what? Who's the Young Thug? Yeah, it, 
that can't stop the feeling got good late and it, it came out with that video yeah yeah and you know i think this might be the original version yeah so for all you travis fans that hate on drake for not writing his own songs you know look at your boy check your boy out they got i mean the reference track is is out there you can go just listen to it i just want a quick uh quick notice uh-huh iggy azalea dropped a song with taiga yeah how was that <laughs> i haven't heard it okay i'm gonna when is her i guess it's the ep right i think it dropped um august 3rd it's oh, august 3rd wow inter- interesting cover <laughs> i'll let you i don't know if you've seen it but yeah interesting she really like like here's the uh, just, premiere just, the, the here's the tiger joint get the power respect this sounds like tiger tiger land this is a tiger i mean definitely a tiger vibe yeah I can already tell that shit sucks. You can turn it off. Open up the safe, bitches got a lot to say. Pussy in your face, that'll put you in your place. Seven letters on the plate, fuck you when I break. This doesn't bump. It bumps, but her lyrics are garbage. Like she not she not killing it. And now she's not killing it. That's what that's what Tyga like Tyga wouldn't kill it that much, but he would like fit, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, li- I do like what she's doing with her voice, though. Yeah, that's her tough. Her voice is a little deeper than it used to. Like, not de- I, don't, I don't know about deeper, but a little more, like, raw than it used to be. It doesn't sound so girly anymore. Yeah. yeah. No another another sleeper who dropped a song is my boy, Lil, Lil Boat. That's your boy? <laughs> not at all, but... <laughs> Lil Mo dropped a song, not just a song. He dropped a song with the uh, with the hit maker right now, Cardi B and Offset. Well, the power for couple. For you listeners out there, we will not be premiering the new Little Yachty track. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have the licensing. <laughs> no, I'm just not playing it. <laughs> you don't have to. I'll check it out. It's only three eighteen, so it's, it's probably quick. Yeah, Let, let's see. Let's see if Tiger kills this verse. And this, right, let's see I'm if Tiger kills this verse. Yeah, I'm drowning. A shark in the water. How you found me? Best gift from round. I'm a dog. I go hunting like a bounty. Yeah, make my own rules. Tattoos on her ass. She do night school. Welcome to the Players Club. Ice Cube. Diamonds might make the news. Uh, bitch, that's Photoshop. Like rappers with the auto tune. 
Oh, Tyga, I see you. That's that new Iggy and uh, Nick Cream featuring Tyga. If you guys are interested, yeah, Cream with a K. That's right. Uh, Yeah, there is something that dropped, by the way. Huh? A A four song EP dropped. Iggy? No. <laughs> what? Meek Mill. Oh, Meek. Okay. Meek Mill dropped four songs. Well, one of them is the the song that you probably already heard. Was it Stay Woke? Yeah. But there's Jeremiah four... Jeremiah and Yeah, this is interesting. I'm curious about this. Yeah, we will definitely cover that Sunday. I'm For not sure. going to play, play anymore because I don't want to get in trouble. Right. But... Um, yeah, so Meek, hopefully Meek um, comes out with some heat, get back on his feet for a while. Uh, okay. Dude, honestly, if one of these, what did you think about the Stay Woke, by the way? Um, I didn't love it, but... Yeah, me neither. It's just Meek isn't like... I don't know, man. I'm not a Meek fan. We'll get into a meek deep dive when we cover that album. Right, that EP. Good. Yeah. I'll explain. I mean, I'll say more about meek, but I don't have much to say about him today. Yeah. Plus, I feel like we shouldn't cover Drake and meek in the same day. <laughs> good point, yeah. I didn't even think of it like that. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, we'll we'll be back Sunday, so... I'll close it out here. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did real quick. I went back to beer bongs and Bentleys. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, like, like it's better than I thought. (laughs) I'm I'm not gonna say it's better than the first album because it's not. I'm not getting ahead of myself. Okay. But man, this this thing had some sleepers, like something like Zach and Codeine, which I didn't really like with that first was. Man, that's a, like this time I heard it. I don't know what clicked for me, but I like it better than the first album. I, you know, I, I, I don't blame you. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a major, I'm not a big post fan, but right. I definitely rock with some of these songs a lot, a lot more songs in here than I do on the first one. Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, if you haven't checked that one out, check out Post Malone. He's, he's a, he's, he's blowing up right now. For for good reason. Yeah, he is. He's everywhere. Yeah. All right. Well, it has been two hours and fifteen minutes. Uh, we we will be back Sunday. Again, I'm Tyler. That's Mike. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Subscribe to us. Um, you know, hit us up for topics. Uh. For sure, man. For sure. Hit us up. Let us know. Give us your feedback. We want to hear all that shit. Yeah, YouTube, Apple. Give us some stars, man. Give us some thumbs up. Whatever y'all do. Um, yeah, that's it. You got anything else? That's it? No, that's it. All right. 
everybody tune in um i guess monday for every for the listeners we record a day before so um yeah tune in monday for episode five and we're out peace